This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. No, I get by with a little help from my friends. Let's kick off even by lighting up. Boy, from my friends, the star of the show. Boy, boy. I spoke to a radio broadcaster famous here in New York, WABC, Sid Rosenberg. Boy, this boy. is Sid and Friends in the Morning. No, I get by with a little help. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Uh, this is Sid and Friends in the Morning. I'm Frank Morano sitting in for Sid Rosenberg. It is impossible to have a bad day when you get to start your morning with Perry Como. For paying your bills, and it's a good day. For curing your ills. So In spite of breath. what our next guest says, uh, all indications are that Perry Como is the greatest singer ever to come out of Cannonsburg, Pennsylvania. And uh, given his recent performance at karaoke at the company Christmas party, his views on uh, music should not be taken all that seriously. Uh, crime... Politics, New York, uh, the hip-hop community, that is all things that Curtis Lewa, the founder of the Guardian Angels, you could hear about two-thirds of the time that WABC is actually broadcasting. Those are all things that he is an authority on. He was kind enough to sit in on the other side of Midnight, best program that the station has. This morning from 1 to 5 a.m., and here he is for his weekly appearance on Sid and Friends in the Morning. Uh, hello there, Curtis. Oh, oh, oh wait a second. Wait, wait, hello, hello, can you hear me? Hello. Can you hear me? There we okay, go, we got you there, there you go. By the way, trying to shut my microphone off go. right there. Part of the radio deep state, the all part of the conspiracy to have you silenced. Oh, definitely. Uh, Perry Como is the favorite of my mother, Francesca. She would watch the Perry Como variety show every week. He wears a sweater. And uh, you know who grew up in the same town? Polish Prince Bobby, Bobby Vinton wanted That's right. to be just I learned like that from Perry you, Como. Actually, yes, the other day. I did not know. Yes, that. and in fact, I was up on that stage as you mentioned. <laughs> I was singing <laughs> Bobby Vinton songs, part English, part Polish, with Margot Katzmatidis. You know, I actually felt bad for Margot because I didn't want for uh, obviously people throwing tomatoes and popcorn at the stage. I didn't want any of them to hit Margot, uh, but it was, you guys were standing very close together, and so it was very, very uh, difficult. I, I am the Polish prince. There's no doubt about yeah, that. Yeah, I, I, uh, the singing, I'm not sure, needs work. Curtis, let me ask you about this. Now, you have guardian angels in Brazil, right? Yes, in Rio de Janeiro. Oh, Rio de Janeiro. Okay. Rio de Janeiro, let me tell you a story about a young man who was 19 years old in 2008. He's living in Rio de Janeiro with his mother, who's working as a home health aide. The mother's working as a home health aide. He finds in his mother's purse two checks belonging to an 82-year-old man that was in his mother's care. He takes the checks to a local clothing store where he buys shoes and clothes and identifies himself as the person whose name these checks are written in. The store clerk becomes suspicious after this young man leaves the store. 
He tries calling the numbers on the checks but gets nowhere. And it turns out that the person responsible for stealing these checks essentially gets elected to Congress about uh, about 16 years later. This is one of the many stories that have come out regarding George Santos. They're calling him the talented Mr. Santos. A lot of people uh, have drawn comparisons to the Leonardo DiCaprio character in Catch Me If You Can. It looks like he's lied about everything, his address, his occupation, where he went to school, maybe even including being gay. How do you think this whole George Santos thing plays out? So amazing how when they're con men or con women, as you had mentioned, the state senator, they always declare at some point that they're Jewish. (laughs) <laughs> that their relatives who are Holocaust survivors. This guy was Catholic, right? <laughs> his, his mother dies, right? He goes to the uh, Padre in Long Island City. He said, please, Padre, I don't have enough money to bury you. Could you, could you do a nice ceremony in the church? And then they passed the hat around, and he kept all the money. And then the guy said, oh, no, you know, Holocaust survivors, Holocaust survivors. The guy was a fraud, everything. And my fellow Republicans will not out him. Will not out him. You are right. He may not even be gay. He was married to a woman. That's what right. he was claiming. Oh, I had a male partner, and you know he had four dogs, and you know I know gay because I am gay. Well, you know, I'm sure you've gotten calls on this as well. But one of the things that I found kind of disturbing is almost he's the Republican Fetterman, right? Democrats were ready to vote for Fetterman, irrespective of whatever shortcomings he might have had uh, as a stroke survivor. Republicans called me and said, look, I don't care what crimes this guy committed. I don't care what he lied about. Democrats lie all the time. As long as as he's going to be a vote in our column instead of the other guy, I'm okay with it. What do you say to that kind of an attitude? Uh, Let's start with murderers, pedophiles, (laughs) uh, thieves. You know, what what does it matter? Just like... You see, and that's why the general population believes Curtis. What does it matter? They all lie. They're all thieves. So he just gives new meaning to that. We've had this before in which if they're part of our tribe, we cover up for all their indiscretion. No person has ever lied so much from the date of his birth to the date that he's been exposed. And you say, Whatever happened to negative research? We're told that 10 cents of every campaign dollar is spent to research the adversary. Well, first off, the Democrats never did. Not Swazi, who beat him barely the first time, or this guy the second time, who also was a gay for the first time. That's why he got so much attention. You had two openly gay men running for the same congressional seat. And what did the Republicans do? They didn't even vet their own candidate. Although, I think they had an idea, Frank. I was summoned to a meeting by Chairman Joe Cairo of the Nassau County Republican Party. We sat there in a restaurant not far from the old Roosevelt Raceway, the entire GOP cabal of Nassau County. Curtis, would you be interested in running for that Swazi seat? Because they they were sort of recreating the lines. And I said, I'm not really a carpetbagger. You know, it's like the only little portion is Whitestone, Queens. I'm not really a Long Island guy. Then we started arguing because at that time I was supporting Andrew Giuliani. They were supporting Zeldin. And then I said, you know, that pig, that Hazarite Mangano, they got to lock him up and throw away the creed. The crooked uh, Republican county executive there who was as crooked as Bill de Blasio, and they found him guilty. And, boy, we started arguing. And the next thing you know, I said, gentlemen, thank you, but I'm not going to run for that seat. And you know who I got a call from? 
George Santos, how dare you try to run for my seat for Congress? Well, so any regrets now seeing what happened about not running for that seat? No, no, no. no. I know you want you and everybody else want to get me out of here at WABC <laughs> so I can give back a lot of the talk time. Uh, uh, no, honestly, uh, my thinking was uh, th- this was a seat that was a purple district. I don't think anyone thought that the Republican was going to win by as much of a margin as, as they did. Plus, under the old lines, it was very difficult for a Republican. I think you might have been able to win it, but I don't think most Republicans could have won it. And my thinking was you could have actually been sort of a, a center-right national congressperson. Now, you, you, there are all these national congresspeople on the left, like uh, AOC and Rashida Tlaib, and on the right, like Matt Gates, Marjorie Taylor Greene. I think you could have been a voice nationally for the disaffected center-right populists that uh, really don't have a voice. There's a problem. Point. They would not permit me to wear my red beret in the halls I of see. Congress. Okay. All and right. secondly— you know, I my knowledge of the area is Leonard's. Leonard's. I've been to weddings there, bar mitzvah, bat neck, mitzvahs, right? like uh, confirmations. I know in Great Neck they're all the Persians. They know me. It's great, but that's it. That's my. That's the extent. Of, I'm not a carpet bag. Well, I, you know, I, look. You said when you were trying to uh, raise some awareness of the need to oust uh, Chuck Schumer that, uh, you know, these national races shouldn't necessarily be about what is going on in a given district or a given neighborhood. They should be about what's happening in the country. Well, and I think that might have been the case. Uh, this fraud has got to go. This con man has got to go. But you see, Swazi's just going to run for the mm-hmm. seat again, and he'll win the seat. Well, so who would you like to see, assuming you're not a candidate, and let's assume further that uh, Santos does end up resigning or he doesn't get seated or he gets expelled, whatever. Who would you like to see on the Republican side of the ledger potentially run for that Anybody seat? but George Santos. <laughs> Anybody but that fraud, that comment, George Santos. And shame on the Republicans for not demanding that he be asked, oh, this week he's going to do us the favor of That's having right. a press conference to prove to us that everything the New York Times wrote about was wrong. Really? I, uh, by the way, I will be inviting George Santos on the radio with me any day this week good, that he good, wants to good. do his uh, confessional. We'll do his like Barbara Copas, Walters. That's right. Ask him this, right? Say, did you have a bris? <laughs> I'm not going to be checking. You're Jewish. I'm not uh, be can checking. you drop your drawers and chores if you had a bris? But uh, uh, give me, forgetting about what should happen. What do you think? Give me your prediction on what will happen. Will this be a Salazar who just survives this? Will this depend kind of like a John Edwards when he did his confessional or Jimmy Swaggart? Will it depend on the level of perceived contrition or is he toast? What do you, how do you think it ends he up? He will say, I love you, McCarthy. You are my hero. You are my mentor. You for Speaker of the House forever <laughs> and ever. He will hold on to McCarthy's leg and say, look, <laughs> there's such a short margin. You got five who want to whack right. you. I I'm here. I love you. No, it's not. Uh, uh, I'm not. I'm not preaching homo love. I'm preaching here love of you as a politician who should be the speaker. Well, possibly as many as thirty want to oust uh, Kevin McCarthy. They're talking about either Jim Jordan or Steve Scalise as a uh, as a, a but challenger. Then Jim Jordan to, uh... will have to put his jacket on. <laughs> <laughs> See, I won't, I won't take my beret off, and he will have to put his jacket on. So you have Santos saying to uh, Kevin McCarthy, look, between us, I'm not really gay, but for you, I'm willing to become gay. I mean, everything about this guy is fraudulent. Yeah, it is wild. 800 if you want to comment. All right, I have been uh, very eager to ask you about this story 
Rapper Tory Lanez uh, was found guilty in the 2020 shooting of Megan Thee Stallion. After two days of deliberation, a jury in L.A. convicted him of assault with a semi-automatic handgun, carrying a loaded, unregistered firearm in a car, discharging a firearm with gross negligence. He's now facing up to 22 years and eight months in prison. What's amazing to me about this story, I don't care that much about Megan Thee Stallion or any of these rappers. I had to wait in line at the airport recently so they could give... Preferential treatment to the the baby. The baby. The baby. He's like the biggest rapper out well, there. That goes to show you my level of knowledge when of, it comes to of rap. Of course, he should get an easy pass <laughs> over you and your wife Rachel and Carmine. Why do you get the baby? But, but listen. So the thing that's amazing to me is the backlash against Megan Thee Stallion that oh. is coming from the hip hop community. Well, of course, rappers have actually come out with songs. Claiming that her version of events uh, of when she got shot after leaving Kylie Jenner's house is inaccurate. A lot of people using this uh, to question her sexual history. A lot of people saying she doesn't have a lot of credibility. This is apparently the standard in the hip hop community. If you cooperate with law enforcement, even if you're the victim, you're of persona course. non grata. Snitches get stitches and end up in ditches. Megan, as you aptly pointed out, the stallion, high octane. Hot girl Meg, they call her. Thunder thighs, I call her. Did a duo with Beyonce, both girls from Houston. And she's a battle rapper, so she's a freestyler. She actually competes against guys and beats them. They don't like that to begin with. So she's in this car. She's with uh, this Canadian rapper, Tori Lannis. Canadian! And then she's got her uh, publicist in the back. And the publicist testified, oh, no, it didn't happen that way. Because this guy, Tory offered a lot of money to shut up. And as you said, they did a diss track. They, they tried to uh, discount her as a rapper now because snitches get stitches and end up in ditches. But, man, this is a big woman. You do not... If she hit you, Frank, your mother would feel the vibrations. They're calling the backlash against Megan the Stallion misogynoir, which is apparently a combination of misogyny and racism. Is this a trend that you've uh, noticed in the hip-hop community, misogynoir? Misogynoir? I thought that was misogynoir. <laughs> because that's what she's alleged to have had with Tori, that's with right. her publicist. That's right. All right, let me ask you about this before we uh, run out of time. Eric Adams, I think you spent uh, two-thirds of the program trying to give him a new nickname as out-of-town Eric Adams, criticizing him for potentially being in the Caribbean or Jamaica, wherever he was, in the midst of the snowstorm. Less than 24 hours ago, he was uh, at Midnight Mass at St. Patrick's. Do you have to eat any of your words now that he has been spotted no, in New no, York No, 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 because if he had put his finger in the bowl of holy water, it would have been like uh, Al Pacino in Devil's Advocate, that holy water would have been boiling. I mean, where's, where's Sal Albanese? He ratted him out. I have reached out to Sal to see if he wants to come on the program today. He ate today. the Parmesan cheese. He put out a tweet. He said he's in Jamaica. Then I did the big D, the big dive. I saw that Cardi B, the rapper, was in Jamaica with other, oh. other hip-hop rappers. As you know, he has now anointed himself the mayor of, you know, of hip-hop. Not the mayor of New York City. The hip-hop mayor. And he was hanging out with all these hip-hop monsters in Montego Bay. Meantime, you saw what was happening. And Sid Rosenberg, who's his very dear friend, his fellow residents in Rockaway, Underwater, Broad Channel, Howard Beach, when Sid comes back in a week, I want to see him profess respect 
for a mayor who basically was out of town. Well, Sid might be with him, right? He, he's on vacation no, somewhere. No, no, we know remember, he likes, uh... I was on 705 on Friday with his son, and I was telling Sid, hey, Sid, you know, Upper West Side, boy, you, you moved to the Rockways. You better get on the way back, I told him, a pump to pump out all the water in your basement. Uh, you better get uh, 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 a buzzsaw. And you better get uh, batteries, man, because you're not going to have any electricity. His own son said, Daddy, he's right. We're two, two blocks from the water. No, no, don't <laughs> worry about it. He tweets me later. You were right. And I'm right about Eric Adams. Well, if, if there's one thing Sid likes, it's tanning. So maybe he is tanning. Look, with if you don't want to be mayor... Just go become the nightlife mayor. Well, but be the hip hop mayor. But I, I completely see what you're saying. But isn't he entitled to two days off? Fine. Have a press conference. Say my deputy mayor here is right. in charge. Gotcha. Like you I'm use going the analogy with why, Bloomberg. Why all this mystique? Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Uh, before I'll we tell run you out why, of time. because his complexion is his protection. You notice the McWhitey Whitey press court does not go at him because he'll immediately declare that they're racist. Yeah, uh, well, uh, most of us are, right? All the McWhitey Whitey press corps. Right? Well, well, what do you mean by that, Frank? <laughs> no, remember he said that uh, back in December, yeah, yeah. that the reason that uh, he was getting such unfair treatment is because... That's right. right. My That's name right. is Curtis. Normally a person who has the name Curtis is an African-American. All right. Let me ask you about this, Curtis, before we get run out of town, uh, run out of time. Mike Lindell, who's sort of become the go-to authority on... 2020 election conspiracy theories. The pillow man, yes. Yes, great pillows, by the way. Uh, I sleep under my pillow every day. He has been questioning the 2022 election, not for a candidate that lost, but for a candidate that won. The Florida election provided a landslide victory to Ron DeSantis. Well, some, led by Mike Lindell, aren't sure they believe it. What we're doing now is I am going after Dade County in the 2022 election. And everyone says, now, why would you go after Dade County? You know, it happened in Dade County in uh, in the 2022 election. Well, this is where Ron DeSantis won Dade County. This all Republican won Dade County. Well, for me, I look at deviations, everybody. That's a deviation. I don't believe it. So I want to, so yeah, I'm just going to show everybody, just like we always say about Democrats where they stole their elections. Just like they did uh, the one that, that nice lady in Georgia that got zero votes in her own precinct. I want to find out in Dade County what happened there because it's it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a deviation from norm. Mike Lindell doesn't uh, believe it. What do you think? Does he have a deviated septum? What the hell is he talking about? Saying Knock DeSantis... yourself out, Mike. The reason that he won so overwhelmingly was the exodus of Republicans from New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Connecticut down to Florida. He won by 20%. Why? All the additional Republicans who moved down there, who decided he did a great job, which he did. It's freedom land down in Florida. And they reelected DeSantis against Charlie Chris, who doesn't know if he's Democrat, Republican, Independent. And I'll tell you one thing about Charlie Chris, Frank. Never jump into a hot tub with Charlie Chris. <laughs> never jump into a hot tub with Charlie Chris. Or you may discover he's more George Santos than George oh, Santos. Oh, boy. Uh, 800-848-9222. I want to point out that uh, any, any criticism of anyone's sexuality or implication of criticism of their sexuality is courtesy with views alone and don't reflect this well, program, this radio station, There's or 72 else's. different That's sexual right. and gender terms now that can be applied Curtis, to Curtis, we will see you in five hours on don't the radio, Don't get right? into a hot tub with Charlie Chris, y Frank. You are on from 1215 to 1 right after. 
after Bill O'Reilly. I should be on all times AMP 24-7-365. WABC stands for always broadcasting, Curtis. Well, I'm sure Kilmeade's off this week. Can you encroach on his territory? Absolutely. Tell me now. I'm ready. All right. Thank you, Curtis. I appreciate you filling in this morning as well. 800-848-9222.